Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome into the Dynasty Happy Hour. I'm your host, Doug. I'm here with James and Tyler. We have a special guest this week from CBS Sports himself. It is Heath, Mr. Heath Cummings. How's it going, Heath? How are you? You know, everything was really fantastic until like 45 seconds ago. And I realized <laughs> that my space bar was stuck on my computer. And I didn't, I was like, it's not that big a deal. I don't need to use my space bar. I shouldn't be typing while you guys are talking anyways. I'm just going to have a conversation for an hour. It'll be fine. And then I thought, okay, we're doing Dynasty buys. I should pull up my Dynasty spreadsheet. And now all of the names are being deleted by Space Force. So it's really cool. You don't have a little tiny screwdriver. You can just pop that guy up real quick. I mean, you don't have like, <laughs> what, what, what kind of establishment are you running over there? I, so um, not one that involves screwdrivers for sure. I am renowned within my family for not being able to do things. We've started, quote, unquote, air, uh, remodeling our house and... We now have a new um, toilet holder, uh, toilet paper holder, but I could not get the the, the thing that's supposed to hold the towel up. And so I have all of this, um, like my paint's all messed up. I, I, I can't, I can't do anything. Word like, to the wise, like I redid my basement and <laughs> what you want to do is get someone else to do it. <laughs> like soup to nuts. It's worth the money in the long run. Yeah, I'm good at writing checks too, James. I feel you. <laughs> I, I I totally feel that. I'm not. Well, they just bounce. <laughs> it's true. James and I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, don't so worry. Yeah, like in two weeks, go go for clear. it. Just don't, hey, don't you have to you know date it correctly and whatnot? Uh, tax season's coming up, Tyler. So we should be good. So sure. yeah, we are going to go over Dynasty vibes this week. Uh, before we do that. I want to let you know that we are brought to you once again by FantasyPoints.com, an absolutely awesome fantasy service that you can use for all sorts of stuff. And the good news is they have a uh, preseason. You can use code 22DHH10, get 10% off a Fantasy Point subscription. 90% of subscribers made the playoffs in 2020 and 2021. It's the lowest price in the industry. They have an analytic-powered draft tool, DFS optimizer. If you love some DFS, you can do that as well. Uh, There's just really a lot of cool stuff on there. There's a, the, you know, a network of podcasts, including us. So if you like to listen to us, A, thank you. Uh, B, go check out these other podcasts. They're really, really awesome too. Um, like I said, we brought in everyone. We had a little chat. I want to get into some news because, you know, it's the, the first Sunday without football, right? And we're all kind of sad, but I'm not because this is my favorite time of the year. We're going to start to ramp up and the rumors go into free agency. Oh, no, wait, pause. We got the combine. The combine goes into free agency. Free agency goes into the draft. And then you might have a startup. You got rookie drafts. The season's all cool. I love the offseason more than anything. And that's what Dynasty football, to me, is all about. So I want to talk a little bit about some news. We've got some Deshaun Watson chatter. Um, He could be on the move. Houston, you know, they just hired uh, Lovey Smith. They're talking about they'd like to get that situation resolved sometime sooner than later. I agree because 
I rostered Deshaun Watson and I want to know where he's going to go. Um, but apparently Deshaun Watson really likes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who now have a vacancy with no Tom Brady in the picture. I don't think they're going to hand the keys to Kyle Trask, um, because they still have a competitive roster there or Tyler's Minnesota Vikings with their new head coach, Kevin O'Connell, the Rams OC, which would be a beautiful fit. Maybe Kirk gets swapped to Houston, or maybe it's a three-way trade. You know, there's QBs, there's teams that need QBs here. So Tyler, you're the Minnesota guy. What are you hearing about Deshaun Watson with Minnesota? Is this a pipe dream or is just Deshaun saying like, yeah, I'd like to go there because uh, Justin Jefferson is pretty good and I like Dalvin Cook and that team's got some potential. What do you think, Tyler? I mean, I think you said it right. It's, it's a pipe dream. I do think that they stick with Kirk just because that cap number that Kirk is owed is a lot. I mean, they they trade it. That is true, but then somebody else has that $45 million cap hit, which is not real easy to make cap room. I think there's eight teams that are able to actually roster uh, Deshaun Watson with their cap space, and Vikings are not one of them. But if they were to move Kirk to, say, Cleveland or something, then we might be able to talk. But it's it's got there's going to be a lot of movement. I do think the fact that O'Connell looks like Kirk Cousins, that they'll work well together because <laughs> Spider-Man I mean, meme, is, they'll just look at each yeah, other and they'll figure it out pretty, pretty much. But I love, I think O'Connell and Kirk Cousins will actually be very good for each other. I think that they'll be able to work simultaneously together, kind of like Matt Stafford and uh, McVay did. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, I'm okay with keeping Kirk in Minnesota and uh, keeping this average train rolling in minnesota did, did tyler just say that we don't need Deshaun watson we're going to win the super bowl without him because kirk Cousins <laughs> is basically matthew Stafford. can we check the tapes that's yes. what it sounded like i looked I'm, up media i looked up mediocre but fantasy relevant in the dictionary and it was kirk cousins substitute teacher of the year kirk cousins was staring me in the face and he'll yeah. sell you a mean vacuum though <laughs> it's true <laughs> he, where, do, where would you besides tampa bay i mean that's obviously a rumor because they have a big gap to be filled with tom brady um, where would you like to see Deshaun Watson go this offseason in a perfect world for fantasy football and maybe for real football too? I think I, I hate this because of the choice they made at offensive coordinator and it would be more fun if they had someone more young and exciting, I guess. But I think it's Carolina because they have the assets to actually go get Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I can't imagine like what is Tampa Bay trading that, Houston thinks, yeah, we should take that for Deshaun Watson. I don't, I don't see how that fits. Um, but I would love to see him paired up with DJ Moore, and I think that it could be a situation where he's a, a top six fantasy quarterback again. But apparently, he's not said that he's okay with going there, and I, I have a really hard time believing that Ben McAdoo is going to change that. Yeah, you're probably right about that, James. Any thoughts on Deshaun Watson before we move on? Uh. First and foremost, you know, we're still sitting in the same boat that we were in last year. Nothing has been cleared up. We don't know what's going to happen. So for dynasty purposes, it's still a roll of the dice if you want to even move him onto your teams, onto your franchises. So that's my main concern about Watson. I don't have any uh, ownership right now. I may try to get some before March, just maybe one share, just so I can play in the in the, in the the sand with everybody else. But I think the Broncos have a good stake at him as well. I mean, we don't know exactly what's going to happen, and they do have an arsenal of of wide receivers there. You know, Tyler's favorite, Jerry Judy, uh, my favorite, Tim Patrick. 
Uh, I think he would get along in that offense. It's still very young and, and seems to be growing nicely. Yeah, again, it would be an interesting how to do that. How do they have the draft picks to to make that move? Um, Correct. Yeah, so that would be you know you're looking at teams that have a lot of picks like Miami right. and Philly. Um, Denver yeah, I, has extra seconds and thirds this yeah, season. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. And and speaking of quarterbacks, so Tyler, you alluded to Kirk Cousins having a, a really hard to move contract, but you know that didn't prevent Carson Wentz from getting traded from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Indianapolis Colts last year. And now there's rumors that Wentz won't be back as their quarterback, which kind of surprised me. You know, Wentz. He showed flashes of being really good, and then he showed um, flashes of coming up small in big spots. I think we can all agree to that, especially in that last game of the year, playoffs on the line, and he kind of like peed on his shoes a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I think that, you know, Jim Ursay doing his routine in the box there, Hard Knocks was a treat with that dude on, on camera every week. Um, what are they going to do at quarterback? If they move on from Carson Wentz, like what is the play here? I don't think they're just going to draft, try to draft a rookie. They have a team that is, a, in my opinion, a win-now team. James, what do you think? Do you think Wentz stays in Indianapolis? I just don't see how he goes anywhere. I don't see how they how, how they get rid of him. It's a $15 million cap hit. So I, I'm afraid of if, that. If, if they hold him past, what, what is it, Heath? Like March June 15th, 1st is or, usually like the cut date. I think it's like uh, in it's March. Beginning of the, but no, he has, the problem is he has a roster bonus. Right. Yeah, that's what yeah, do in what March. Yep. If they cut him before that, I don't think it costs them near as much. So okay. that they are, that. from what I understand, they're trying to find somebody to trade for him before March. But I think the problem, like you might get somebody to trade for him in August or in July. But the problem with trying to get somebody to trade for him in March is they can have all these dreams of all these Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson possibilities. And then you've got the Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, maybe Jameis yep. Winston backup plans. And yeah, I'm not going to trade right now for Carson Wentz on a bad contract. So I think they eventually will have to cut him if these reports are true. But I kind of agree. I don't know that they're going to do much better. No, Unless I mean, it's some it's... blockbuster deal. Like I, I was looking at it. The Steelers could acquire him. Um even Washington and Seattle. Seattle would be interesting mm -hmm. if they decided to move on from Russell. And we know Russell could be going somewhere if there's been whispers with that. So, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting offseason for for quarterbacks because of, you know, the the shuffling and there the, you know, this quarterbacks that are unhappy. We have some free agents, not a lot of free agents, but you know, Jimmy G, he's going to be a starter somewhere. I don't know that it's going to be in San Francisco. I mean, all my Trey Lance rosters are like, please, Jimmy, go. Oh, he's <laughs> gone. I we, mean, we don't want was, you. But the guy wins seventy percent of the games that, and he starts. But, but the <laughs> the proof is in the championship game. Like he, he no, I agree. He couldn't catapult him past the Rams. He didn't have the extra oomph to push him past him. So oh it's for the whole Wentz thing. Like you read everything, even beat reporters there. They're even talking. There's no way they can keep him. After this whole news broke and just the way everybody's talking about it, there's there's almost no possible way they can just keep him on the roster. I we'll think see. they want I think they want Jimmy. Me personally, I think that's who they want. That's the type of quarterback they want. A game manager that's not going to ruin them and they just want to give the ball not to gonna Taylor. make bad decisions to turn it over. Yeah. yeah. I mean Wentz's turnover ratio was not bad. It was no. just it was just when they asked him. To it was in the more. big moments that his yeah. turnover ratio. Like, was I bad. think Jimmy's probably more turnover prone than Wentz. Yeah, 
for sure. It, I just think I just think Jimmy might be smarter between the ears when it comes to a football sense on the field. Wentz is more Wentz. of a gambler. I, I just Wentz I think they stick with Wentz at least one more and at least until the contract year is done and then and then they move I, on, start I fresh. You can see, see maybe they go after somebody in the draft or something like yeah. that. I I I, I mean, the third year in a row. I don't think it happens, but <laughs> We'll Again, see. super interesting. And our last quarterback news of the week, our favorite Lollipop Guild quarterback, Kyler Murray, oh. is uh, just oh. a malcontent little whiny baby. I, Kyler Murray, these quarterbacks, Kyler, the Aaron Rodgers, the like, everyone did everything wrong except for me types. Uh, Kyler is one, he's getting on my nerves. And uh, I don't, I enjoy for what he does on the football field. But as a person, like I just, I don't know. There's something about him that rubs me the wrong way. Um, like it's all about him. Like maybe you should have played baseball and made like $300 million. I don't know. But uh, Kyler Murray, we've seen it the last two years now. He starts off the season red hot. He's like the QB one or two. The second half of the season comes and it's disappointment city. He's either getting banged up or he's injured or he's not playing effectively. You know, the timing this year was when DeAndre Hopkins got hurt, that whole offense. And we'll talk about Hopkins later. That whole offense really fell off uh, quite a bit, in my opinion. Hopkins is the cog in that offense that makes it go. And without him, they struggled a lot. And plus, Kyler was banged up. I get that. Um, but Tyler, I know you've been kind of off Kyler Murray as well because you're seeing some of the signs of like he's kicking and screaming like a toddler. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we've been saying for maybe the past year and a half that there are signs where he he doesn't show as much effort if things aren't going his way. And he does this whole scrambling thing, which is fun, but it's starting to get him get him nicked up here and there. You don't like to see that, especially from a quarterback that's 5'10", about 200 pounds. It, it, it's kind of the same issue I have with the, with the rookie quarterback coming in. And uh, Coral, just the size, Coral. And, and, and Kyler and him kind of being similar size, I mean, like like you hear the the Bryce Young for Alabama now. Like he's smaller than Kyler. So if we have issues with Kyler, uh Bryce Young next year is going to be a, another small quarterback story. But going back to Kyler, I his value's so high in dynasty right now. I would love to to swap him for a Trey Lance plus. I got actually offered uh for with Shane Manila of dynasty HQ. He's been trying to get Trey Lance for me and it's Kyler plus a first or not Kyler plus a first, but Trey Lance plus a first for Kyler. And I just, I can't gather myself to do it just because I mean the upside that Lance has and you know, the, the first is a nice value, but for me, Kyler's way down in, in my rankings for quarterbacks, just, just because we've seen it so many years, the injuries, the, the kind of is bad he happy sportsmanship? It's bad me, sportsmanship for me. It's is he happy playing football? Is football starting to get frustrating to him? To where could he leave for baseball? Could he decide, hey, I don't want to get hit like this. I keep getting hurt. I'm 24, 25 years old. I, you know, I can go play for the A's. Heath, what's your temperature on Kyla Murray and Dynasty? Probably the lowest I've been on him in the last year, but I think I still have him fifth or sixth at quarterback. Yeah. Um, it's it's t- like I think it's it's a similar but different situation to Lamar in that 
like the, the because because the Ravens haven't given him the extension yet. It's almost as if both these teams want to see something they haven't seen yet. And I think it's fair also to the quarterbacks to say, I I have no current belief that Cliff Kingsbury is actually an above average NFL head coach. 100% agree. Um, yeah. And like DeAndre Hopkins is an all class wide receiver, but I kind of understand why he might struggle without DeAndre Hopkins because I, I don't know much about the other guys either in terms of what they have left. AJ Green looked completely washed coming into this year. And then he get, had a little bit of he a played okay. back, but yeah, yeah he, played, he played okay this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I like Lamar quite a bit more than I do Kyler and I believe in him more, but I think it's really just a perception thing. If you can get somebody who values Kyler in the Mahomes, Allen, Lamar range, then I'm, I'm an easy sell. Um, but I still like Kyler quite a bit more than, than any of the the second or third year guys. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, he's definitely uh, one of the more polarizing quarterbacks um, because of the stuff that's going on. So you can you can build a case you, where you can build them up, and you can build a case where you break them right. down. Right? It's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those types of players. All right. Well, that's all for news. Before we get into our dynasty buys, I want to let you know that we are also brought to you this week by Trophy Smack, our longtime sponsor. We love the Trophy Smack guys. Always nice. We met them in Ohio last year at the Fantasy Football Expo. Hopefully, um, we'll be there again this year. Uh, to hang out with them and meet our fans and maybe maybe even do some podcasting. Tyler will hopefully be there. We'll see. Um, but you can upgrade your fantasy league today. If, you, if you've ended your league and you haven't bought your trophy yet, get on it. They have hockey, which is, you know, people play fantasy hockey. I've played hockey in the past. Basketball, we were talking about pre-show. Baseball, if there's ever a season. Soccer, or you can even customize for anything that you want. Trophy Smack has a trophy for you for all occasions. Use code DHHRING and get a free $60 championship ring with purchase of a trophy or a belt. They also have stuff for the losers out there. You know, there's a loser in every league. So once again, that code is DHHRING for that free ring at checkout. All right, so let's talk about some buys. I'm going to kind of just round robin it here and there. Maybe some pick some names as we go. <laughs> maybe give one or two, and we'll try to give a couple minutes on each guy type of thing. Uh, I should probably start with our guest because that's the kind thing to do. Uh, so <laughs> right. He, so he, you can throw any of them you want out there. Your first dynasty buy in the offseason, guys. That we, are, you're making a point in your your dynasty leagues. You're looking at rosters and you're like, I want to go get this guy because I think the value is ripe right now before anything changes. Well, you know, I, I had the benefit of looking at the show notes, and I didn't ever send any names in, so I got to see everyone else's surprise dynasty yeah. buys first. <laughs> and I will say, like the the nice thing was. Yeah, I agree on a lot of those guys. <laughs> That's like, well, hey, I don't hey. necessarily say uh, necessarily say all those. Like when I was looking at the quarterbacks, the first guy I thought before I looked at the list was I'm going to say Tua because I still think he's an upside borderline number one quarterback. And I, for some reason, people just treat him as if eh, he's a he's, he's a low garbage. End. He's a no, he's a low end number two. If it's I have to have a Tua. second starter, I'll take him. <laughs> Um, and I, I don't buy into that at all. I still think he, he has top eight or nine upside and his floor seems pretty decent with the seeming enthusiasm McDaniel has for him and the Waddle situation. So yeah, I I think two is a great one. If I was going to, but I'm going to give one that just like who buys the QB one. Um, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes. And I mean, obviously, I've got the Mahomes hey, crunch over my shoulders. Hey, that's why his, but, his price has never been cheaper. You're, I, you're I think like there's I, I think it's just like Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes is the conventional wisdom now as as QB one. Yeah. Right. Yes. 
I think um, people saw Mahomes struggle a lot this year, but what they're probably not taking into account, the, the the back half of his season was like classic Mahomes, especially in the playoffs. And apparently he sat down with his That's his fake wa- news. his fiance. Fake news. His don't fiance. believe that at all. I, 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 I think that is 100% false. Yeah, me too. But but I, I could be wrong. Like it might be that we get to week one and she's and they're they're not there. I mean, and then I mean, I'll have they shouldn't come it. to the game. So I personally <laughs> think that he talked to them, but he didn't say no. You can't come. I mean, that's that's your family. You I bet want he talks them to them to every be. day, Tyler. Well, yeah, I, well, I, I think that's probably a good. Guess. I hope so. Unless unlike he's, the other you know, getting a, some, unless some he's unless he's getting advice, getting advice from Aaron Rodgers over there. Aaron's just like, no, don't talk to your family. Avoid them. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing is, like, we saw Patrick Mahomes struggle this season means that we saw Patrick Mahomes throw for 4,800 yards and 37 touchdowns and run for another 380. Like, that yeah. was the, they figured Patrick Mahomes out season. Still not bad, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, when you put it like that. <laughs> yeah, and I think they'll add another piece for him in the draft, too. There's been oh, a lot yeah. of mock drafts with Jamison Williams, uh, the kid from Alabama that tore his ACL. They need, oh, they need a third option in that passing game. The you know, Kelsey, They lean on Tyreek and Kelsey hard. Um, and hopefully, Hilaire, you know, they can figure out his usage. But, I mean, I think there's some upside now that they got the line pretty much figured out. So there's definitely, um, you know, some we've seen Patrick Mahomes' ceiling and there's no reason why he can't get back to that um, with a couple adjustments on that roster. So Tyler, let's go to you. I want your first dynasty buy. Uh, yeah. And mine is quarterback Davis Mills from Houston. And for me personally, still James's pick, by the way, I, I mean, Sniper, I've, no sniping. I had Snipe, been looking no in backs. super flex leagues at trading for him just as a quarterback two or three. That's a perfect spot for him. It's, it's kind of a, if it hits, it's going to hit for you big time. You've got a quarterback two on your roster and actually a potential quarterback, quarterback one. He's had a couple weeks this past year, his rookie year, where he showed a ton of flashes and actually was up there in the quarterback rankings. Uh, Pep Hamilton's the offensive coordinator. He worked with Mills. He's done wonders with quarterbacks. You go back and look at the history of Pep Hamilton and it's, it's insane what he can do. Uh, for, from week eight on, he had 11 touchdowns and three interceptions. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is blushing at those numbers his rookie year. Uh, he's at 80 ADP uh, for Superflex, 80 overall, quarterback 24. And in my opinion, if I'm going to take a shot at a quarterback in the, I don't know, like 18 or so, I want somebody who's got upside, who's young, who's on that rookie contract and who a team will build around. And me personally, I think Houston has other needs and he showed enough flashes to where I think it's his job to lose me personally. I don't think he's going to lose it. And with, unless they have pick one Oh one next year, the first overall, I think mills is probably safe for a couple years. And unless, you know, maybe he takes another step up and proves he's the guy and he's the franchise. So that's there is a risk to him because he's a third round pick, but there is also major, major upside of train for him. Uh, an early second in a super flex league will probably get him pretty easily. So for me, I'm going to take that risk every day. 
Yeah, I, I like that. We actually traded for Davis Mills in a team that yeah. we co-own. Um, and yeah, Mills, I think you, everyone talks about the QB, this rookie class and, you know, the big names, Fields, Jones, Lance, all those guys. But no one ever talks about Davis Mills. It's like, you know, it's he's like the new Bruno. Like no one ever talks about him. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, by the way, but pop culture. So let's go. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Davis Mills. I like that one quite a bit. I know that was your guy, James. So we're going to move it to you. And give yeah, you, I mean, uh, I'll just give you back because back. obviously great minds think alike. And Heath with the Tua. <laughs> Tyler with Davis Mills. I really can't say too much, but what I will do is I will add on to the fire that they already started for both of those players. Like Heath said, Tua, he is going to be the guy there. They continue to build around him. And right now, if you're sitting at 107, 108 in the 2022 draft, like you could turn around and possibly get Tua in a super flex league for that draft pick, which you're not going to be able to get. A, a great quarterback out of this class that you can rely on this season. So I'm okay with that. And then on the Davis Mills side, he is he was put in some serious situations where they had to rely on him. And he stepped up and and performed they were competitive. up to yeah, yeah, they were mm-hmm. competitive. Yep. And you have a rookie in Nico Collins this year that really didn't see the field too much. They started to click later on. They still have Brandon Cooks there. And you're right, Doug. They need other personnel. So I don't see them going out and trying to acquire another quarterback for at least this season, possibly next season, like Tyler said. I And you can get him right now for a mid-second. Like, why not throw Davis would, Mills in yeah. and get for get a mid-second? Get mid-second. I, would pay, I would trade a mid-second in I'd a heartbeat pay, for I'd Davis pay Mills. 201, no problem. Yeah, I would definitely go up to the 201 for sure. All right, I'm going to keep it rolling with quarterbacks. I'll make mine brief so we can keep it going. No one likes to hear what I say anyway. Um, it's Russell Wilson to me. He's the You're 20th overall in Superflex. He's the he's the QB 12, which is the lowest he's been in a long time. You know, up until this year, Russell Wilson never really got hurt, and he was always a top seven quarterback every single year. I actually think you can get Russell Wilson cheaper than the QB 12 price right now because a lot of people are off of him because of the injury, where his finger was all sorts of jammy jammed up. But what I like to see from Russell Wilson, you know, he missed some time. He came back and he did struggle, but he closed out the last three games of the season with 10 total touchdowns. He looked like the old Russell Wilson. Now the accuracy, his completion percentage wasn't quite as good as it has been in the past. And I'm going to say that's probably based on the finger injury. Um, Does Russell Wilson move on to a new team? Maybe. If he stays in Seattle, he's still going to have DK Metcalf. He's still going to have Tyler Lockett. They're still going to have some weapons there. And I think Russ... Yeah, yeah, my boy Dwayne Eskridge, Gerald Everett. Gerald uh, Everett's a free agent. That's not that's not yeah, cemented. That's fine. Uh, so <laughs> I, I like Russ at his current price, and I think you can even get him a little bit cheaper if you're looking for a guy that could be your potential QB1, but you can probably get him at a high-end QB2 price right now because people are going to be like, oh, he's older. He's only 33. It's not like he's super old. He'll probably play at a high level for another handful of years, at least five to six years, I would think, if his interests remain in football, which is always a question. Um, but I really like Russell Wilson a lot at that ADP. I looked at you know these quarterback lists, and he kind of s- stuck out to me as one that I want to invest in. All right, let's keep it moving. Heath, we're back to you. For number two. So I'm going to move on to running back and I'm going to steal somebody's at first and just say that I agreed 100% with whoever had Josh Jacobs on the, uh, on the show sheet. That but was me. <laughs> I, I, I'll go with his contemporary um, David Montgomery, because for me, he's a top 12 dynasty running back. And I think we've seen that he can be very, very good for fantasy purposes on a terrible offense. 
And I would expect over the next two years, that offense is only going to be better as Justin Fields develops into what I expect to be a good quarterback and the offensive line develops. And I kind of compare it to the situation with Joe Mixon. A lot of people at the beginning of this season didn't want to draft Joe Mixon because Joe Mixon always disappoints me. Well, Joe Mixon always finishes as a high-end number two running back, and people were mad because they drafted him as a number one. Um, I, I think we'll see Montgomery have his best season yet in the next two because that Bears offense, like the Bengals offense did this year, turns into a more competent unit. I'd also say go get Khalil Herbert if you and can. Darnell I love Mooney. that kid. I love Khalil Herbert. He's great. Hey, All right. I, I do want to say about Khalil Herbert, I was listening to Dynasty Nerds and are talking about Montgomery and coach, coaching change as well. They brought in the passing game coordinator from Green Bay as their OC. Well, Green Bay also used A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones as kind of a two-headed monster at running back. Clue Herbert, I think, showed enough to where him and Montgomery could coexist. And that team, if, say, they just had Mooney as the one and they get an, a, a two besides Mooney and they have Komet, I do think that they're going to kind of run the offense around that running game because I do think those two running backs are ultra-talented, so... I, I like both those guys as a buy because Montgomery's always just undervalued. Yeah, people seem not to believe Since in David start. Montgomery for whatever season. reason. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I like Kilio Herbert as uh, as you can get him like really really cheap, and I thought he played awesome. Uh, the game I was at that Green Bay game, and he was electric. It's actually French. Game. It's Air Bear. <laughs> Bobby Air Bear for you old people out there. Uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> James. Let's go to you next because I don't want you to get it sniped again. Yeah. Well. Um, I'm going to mesh both of my running backs together and, and they're two Ooh, older running, backs. running back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, hybrid uh, Melvin Gordon and James Connor, both of them older. And yes, before you think, Oh, well, you know, he's old Melvin Gordon, what? Tw almost 28 years old, almost 29 rather. I think he's, I think he's 29. Yeah. He's, he's getting up there. And if he stays in Denver for one more year, which he has said he wants to do, I'm all about it. I mean, he finished his running back 21. And if you're on a competitive team, you need that little bit of oomph at the end of your season where Melvin Gordon can add to it. And then on the other side, James Conner, he finished running back five in PPR formats last season. And he wasn't on the field for every single game. And Chase Edmonds is a free agent, too. We, we, we all talk about like where James Conner would wind up, where he'd be good. Imagine if he was on Miami with Tua. Imagine if he's I, on Arizona. I think, I think he earned <laughs> I think he earned the respect of a, a 1A running back. Like they didn't even need anybody else behind him per se. Like Chase Edmonds did not do what we all hoped Chase Edmonds was going to do this past season. And it was the James Conner show. And and you know what? As soon as DeAndre Hopkins went down, James Conner's stock went through the roof. But he's a very low buy right now, and uh, I'm all about it. Yeah, 18 touchdowns for James Conner, and he was pretty good in the passing game, too. Um, people forget that he had a couple good years with Pittsburgh in the passing game, and he can do that. So, obviously, Conner's a free agent. So is Chase Edmonds. I think Conner comes back. Edmonds, who knows? Um, but, yeah, that's an interesting one. So, Tyler, let's go to you. Are you going to do running backs, too? Keep the trend going? No, uh, because I don't like to buy running backs in I Dynasty. I only like to buy old ones. I I mean, <laughs> I, love, the I, bin. I love yeah. Melvin Gordon. I love that. I did that in a in a league early on this season. Uh, he's such a good price for like an RB two or three. Yeah. Miles Sanders would be another low buy for a running back just because people love to hate him. <laughs> kind his of the production, same. His production like score scares me. Yeah, I mean, 
when when he's on the field, Miles Sanders does produce, but that's the thing when right. he's on the field. Right. <laughs> Uh, for me, I'm going to go back to the quarterbacks, and Baker Mayfield is my number two. I Baker Mayfield at ADP, he's at 82 overall in Superflex. At quarterback 25, I've never seen him this low. On DLF, he's quarterback 25. At that price, and what I've seen from Baker in the past, I mean, we had Baker Mayfield after his rookie year right next to Mahomes. Like that, People forget about that. It was I Mahomes. Know. Baker, it it was insane. Uh, Josh Allen was an afterthought. That's how things change in Dynasty. But Baker Mayfield at this price, uh, his injuries were so bad. Try throwing a football with those injuries. I mean, it it would suck. I can't I can't even throw football without injuries. I can't even I've imagine. We know we've seen it. We've seen it. <laughs> I can't I can't even imagine throwing with these injuries. He's he's gonna fix. He's gonna get healed up. For me, it's a hope for better days. Baker, you could probably get him for a late first. And in this quarterback class in 2022, I personally would rather have Baker than maybe all but two. So for me, I'm I'm getting back on the Baker hype train. He's a great... I mean, we say this, this all the time. Baker is one of the best quarterback twos to have on a Superflex roster when he's healthy. He doesn't really hurt you. I know people say he's turnover prone, but he actually is not that turnover prone. He doesn't throw too many picks. He's right up there with Joe Burrow. It's the touchdowns that we hope to see a little more. And for me personally, I think he can he can fix that. They do need a couple more weapons for them. But you know what? Throw Nick Chubb the ball and things will be better. <laughs> Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I think Baker, you're definitely getting an, an injury discount baked in, and that's uh, and that's part of the price there. So I'm going to go with mine. I've got two running backs. You know, Heath uh, mentioned Josh Jacobs earlier. The reason why I see Josh Jacobs as a buy right now, you know, he's currently going, uh, he's RB16, 55th overall. He just turned 24 years old. Seems like he's been in the league a lot longer than that, but he came in super duper young. I loved his usage towards the end of the season. They finally committed to Josh Jacobs once Kenyon Drake got hurt. And Jacobs delivered. He was active in the passing game. He was getting, you know, 20 touches a game, just what we want out of our running back two. He's probably a running back two on most rosters. So I like Josh Jacobs a lot. Josh McDaniels is now the offensive coordinator there. He's shown in the past that he can Head be creative. Coach. Yes, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> he took fan. the same job yeah. in Las Vegas. He he's like, I need to get, get away from Bill. Yeah, he's I was going to say. Uh, so he's the head coach now. Uh, and he's shown that he can use running backs in a lot of different ways. And I think that's good for Josh Jacobs. I don't think it's going to cut into his usage at all. I think they're going to commit to him going forward. So I like him at that particular price. And my second guy, a guy that I've been acquiring in a couple of leagues now, yeah, is Michael have. Michael yeah. Carter of the New York Jets. <laughs> he was in a committee. Carter. He was in a committee with Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson and you name whatever Jets running back. And he was the clear cut best player. He almost had a thousand yards from scrimmage, thirty seven receptions in his rookie year as part of a committee. Um, QB he's RB 24 right now, 80th overall. I think that Michael Carter, they have pieces to build around that offense. You know, they, they we talk about Elijah Moore a lot. They have Corey Davis who looked good when he was healthy. Zach Wilson going into his second year. We'll see what's there, but that offensive line if healthy could be a huge boom for Michael Carter. They have some early picks. I just love Michael Carter's game. He can do it all. He had the second highest break tackle percentage after Javante Williams, I believe, the two North Carolina teammates. So this is a lot to love about Michael Carter. Uh, in uh, the league, I did trade 
for him. I gave up two seconds to get Michael Carter, and I was completely happy with that. He's my RB3, and that is the perfect spot for him. We just saw him. Yeah, we just saw him go in a tight end premium league. We saw him go for Noah Fant, and the Michael Carter side had a third with him, which I was so mad. Yeah, we were not happy. We are co. I wish I knew that deal was out there. (laughs) I would have, I would have gone after it. I, I like the fact that Carter because they're going to continue to use him even if they lose lose games. He's still going to be on the field. He's going to be the guy, yeah. the go to guy in the Jets' backfield. Which yeah, I mean Tevin you know, Coleman is, is a, eh, Tevin but, Coleman is a husk of a running back. Ty Johnson, he's fast, but he showed that when he had an opportunity, he didn't do anything. I started him in DFS a couple of weeks. Thanks for that, Ty Johnson. Yeah, thanks, jerk. Ty. He lost me like twenty five cents in a quarter arcade. I'm bitter. Okay, so, right. so I do think they they I do think they will get another running back. Because what we did see out of Carter is as much as we like him, he is small in stature, and I don't think he can carry a full workload, but 60% of a committee, all about it. Yeah, yeah in today's NFL, I'll take that. That's that's what it is yep. nowadays, yeah. All right, Heath, are you gonna are you gonna start with a wide receiver? We're gonna I should start with a wide receiver, uh, four contenders. And I think it's always important to make the distinction like we're almost playing two different games. Yeah. Like whether you're one of the teams that's contending right now or rebuilding, mm-hmm. but four contenders, the perennial by Brandon cooks. He's basically had one bad year in the last seven. It doesn't matter who his quarterback is. It doesn't matter what doesn't. team he's playing on. Nope. Um, he's going to give you a thousand and six. And this year he caught 90 passes on the most targets he's ever seen. I think it's pretty likely that we see Houston with Davis mills at quarterback, at least one more year. And um, I got to give him a chance to see. And he's going to target Brandon Cooks at an extremely high rate. We've already seen that. So I would expect Cooks to be an alpha number one again this season and probably be around 90 catches. I wouldn't be surprised if the efficiency improves just a little bit as Mills progresses. And he's always cheaper than he should be. Yeah, and he was the Love cheapest, it. you know, Love coming that. off like th- some pretty bad concussions. His value was super low. I got him as a throw-in in a deal that I, I made a trade for some cash for Debo Samuel and got Cooks as a throw-in a couple of years ago, and that's paid off handsomely. So yeah, Cooks, he's not um he's not super sexy, but he's just productive. And again, win now rosters, that is the perfect player to target. So let's go back to Tyler and see who he's got cooking in the lab over there. I mean, we're talking about Las Vegas Raiders players, and I think the most underrated player on that team is Hunter Renfro. I mean, let's talk about first one in the building, last one out, a lunch pail guy, always in the weight room. Josh McDaniels is his coach. He's got a history with Caucasian white receivers. We saw Edelman. We saw Welker. (laughs) (laughs) They rostered Gunnar Olszewski. Come on. Narrative street. Let's take a ride. I just made a joke like two weeks ago on our podcast. Like, how long do we have to wait after McDaniels is hired to start making the Wes Welker, Julian Edelman? The answer is you don't. You don't have to wait at all. Immediately. Immediately. That's what we go to. We hopped on it right away from the start. Uh, yeah, honestly, I actually made a trade. I know everybody's all hyped up on Elijah Moore. I had Elijah Moore, and somebody came up to me, hey, what do I need to add to Hunter Renfro? And in my opinion, I, I mean, Renfro's 26 years old. He just got done having 103 catches, over 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns on 128 targets, in my opinion. And now it's tax season, so he's back those, at work. Those, those <laughs> targets are going up, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, they, they're going to stick with Carr. They've got a connection. For me personally, people are talking about, oh, well, what about Waller when he was hurt? Well, you know what? Renfro succeeded with Waller, too. They they can coexist, and we saw that with McDaniels, with Gronk, 
and Edelman and Welker. Like they, they know how to use the tight ends in the middle of that field. And especially the quarterback like Carr, that's exactly where they need to go to middle of the field. They will get another weapon, but you know what? That's going to be an outside guy, a speed threat in my, my opinion. So for me, I'm not too worried about that. Hunter Renfro is so underpriced. I mean, in my opinion, he's a, he's a wide receiver two or three for the next four years. And, and I think I can count on that. And when I traded, I got 201 and Renfro for Elijah Moore. I know everybody's like, oh, how could you do that? The hype on Elijah Moore. You know who's going to get another receiver? The Jets. You know who I don't trust? Zach Wilson. So the Jets. for me, yeah, the Jets. So for me, I'm all about getting that three to four years of actual production, then hoping. Elijah Moore can be a wide receiver one that everybody has him priced at. So for me, that kind of made me realize Hunter Renfro is so cheap and so undervalued that I'm going to go out and get him all day. He's at 95 ADP and super flex for me. I was a little shocked. I thought he'd be in the hundreds, but for me, I'm still at that value. Like I said, he's 26 years old. He, I think he's going to get paid and they don't need to really pay him that much. I mean, 10 mil a year. For a guy who's going that, to... Hey, that's Adam Humphrey's money. That is. That is so true. But yeah. It's uh, almost Kenny Galladay money. Hunter Renfro to me is just a safe, nice wide receiver two or three. Yeah, I think he's he's. it's that floor versus ceiling trade, right? Like the floor of Renfro is like concrete But solid. we saw the ceiling too. Like he yeah. has ceiling weeks to oh, where he sure. can push your team. Absolutely. Apparently Tyler thinks that the Raiders are going to win the West this year. So uh, all aboard that train. You know, I feel like my my words are creating other words for you and Heath. <laughs> words creating words. Uh, words creating words, words. Words creating sentences. Sentences creating paragraphs. Well, and my we, punctuation. Oh my. I'll, I'll jump in here. You talked about Elijah Moore. I'll talk about a different Moore, and that's DJ Moore. All right. No matter who the quarterback is in Carolina, it seems that DJ Moore consecutively in three the past three years has put up over 1,100 yards. It doesn't matter who they add on the field. It doesn't matter if CMC is healthy or not. Mm-hmm. He's getting his targets. He is up to. I would love to see the touchdown progression. Happen. It started off hot this year. It started off know. hot. He's and that's Julio. like my only knock against him. <laughs> He's Four new touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Every but, year. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm telling if you play in a PPR, he is the perfect candidate. And right now, judging, I'd probably give up a mid first rounder for DJ Moore, especially if I'm competing and I'm and competing for the next two or three years. Like I'm, I'm okay with giving up a first for someone like DJ Moore. He's only 24 years old. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of time left. So you know, I think yeah, it, it's funny. We always talk about quarterbacks and how. Well, this guy is worth more if he's in a, if you're in a league where passing touchdowns are worth six points, and this guy's worth more if you're in a league where passing touchdowns are worth four points. There's this range. I was just thinking about how good DJ Moore would be if you could play in a league where receiving touchdowns were only worth four touchdowns, four points. He'd, he'd be like wide receiver five or six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, that's the struggling thing with DJ Moore. I mean, we all see the talent there, but he's yeah, constantly the inside the... is going to hit. He's Positive constantly rate. inside the top 24, so I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. It doesn't He's, matter who is his uh, wide receiver two is on the team and if CMC is on the field or not. 
So yeah, DJ Moore is definitely my offseason target. So can we can we count the the years that we keep talking about? You know, DJ Moore, this is the year this the touchdowns. Yo, mixing this corollary. I'm I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. Julio Jones is one of my favorite players of all time. That's all I heard every You're gonna year. be talking about Kyle Pitts like that for the next five years. Hey, he's Calvin, gonna hey, score hey. More I don't I don't think Matt Ryan's gonna play five more years. No. Because yeah, they're gonna draft good. Malik Willis and he's gonna take over. Oh, is that a hot take? Ooh. Hopefully. I like Hopefully. It. I like Ritter better. I'm sorry. All right. Ugh. Before we get sidetracked, I'm going to give you my wide receiver. It is a, a win-now team wide receiver. He's never been this cheap in fantasy football. It's DeAndre Hopkins, 84th overall in Superflex. Wow. He's the wide receiver 29, guys. 29. Now, I get it. Like, he didn't have a great season. He was injured. He played through it as much as he could. Kyler struggled a little bit, but like I said earlier, he was the cog in this offense. He didn't have a single 100 yard game last year, which is pretty not normal for DeAndre Hopkins, the target hog that he is, but he still had eight touchdowns. Christian Kirk is a free agent. AJ Green, like he said, kind of washed, but looked okay. I think he moves on. I don't think they come back with him. So you've got Rondell Moore, who I also think is a buy to be quite honest. Um, But like I said, Hopkins has played 15 games a season since 2013. He's going to be 30 before the season starts. So I get there's an age there. But if you're a win-now team, and DeAndre Hopkins, to me, still showed the skills of a wide receiver one, and you can give up a second-round pick, a mid-second maybe, to get DeAndre Hopkins for a win-now team, James is shaking his head. You don't think you can give that? I don't, I don't, think, I don't early, think you can get it. You can go that Wide low. receiver, late, wide late receiver 29, guys. The name. The name uh, I, I holds think it's value. The name, it, it's the name value. I think people are fading him because he's older. Keith, now he's uh, injured. Would you, here's, a better, here's a better scenario. If you, <laughs> if you won last year and you have like the 11th or 12th pick this season coming up into the rookie draft, then I would go ahead and let go yeah. of that 111, that 112 for DeAndre Hopkins to keep my winning streak going. I I'm think just, that predicament is a little bit better. Like I think your arguments are right, that you probably can't get him for a second. Um, I want to try now. I'm just not <laughs> sure that I want to give up a first. Like I think they're probably going to throw it to him more sh- next year, but it really bothered me that his target share when he was healthy was basically equal to Christian Kirk and A.J. Green. Like he was not dominating targets at all. He scored all the touchdowns, and that was fun. But I don't want to count on catching passes from Kyler Murray in the red zone because he's throwing like twenty-five passing touchdowns. Yeah, I and think he's sitting in the backfield with his thumb in his mouth. You know? uh, <laughs> all right, I think we're on our last position, which is my personal favorite position. I'm the tight end whisperer, so I would I really want to hear from Heath who he's got for tight end buys in the offseason because there's a lot of intriguing ones at the tight end position. I think it's the most intriguing position of the offseason, but not just like for dynasty or for buys. There's so many guys that we would love to believe could still be good who might change teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody's a free agent almost. So there's a lot of opportunity. If you can pick the one who the Colts like or the one who the Chargers like or the one who's going to go or maybe Jacksonville with Doug Peterson Green, there now if he, doesn't, if he doesn't believe in Dan Arnold. But like the one who's going to go and just fall into a spot where he gets six or seven targets a game, that's a huge win. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, my answer probably would have been Cole Komet, but I saw that under someone else's name. So congratulations. You win the tight end bingo. It's me. Um <laughs> I think it's Brevin Jordan. 
Yes. Wow. Nice. And it's, yes. Yeah, it's generally just. So he guy, really loves Davis Mills. Like that's I, oh yeah, we're all, we're all on board. Cooks, Jordan. Let's just turn into a Texans podcast. I mean, just think Go. though of the reward if you accumulate Texans, and then it turns out they can't trade Deshaun Watson, and they say, you know what, we're not going to pay you this year to not play. You're going to have to play, and you end up with Brandon Cooks and Brevin Jordan with Deshaun Watson. Um, don't put that on me. <laughs> after all the davis mills love yeah after all the davis mills love you put that on me you come on this podcast and you put that on me i'm not saying it's going to happen I'm so just i'm saying selling all my davis mills shares that'd be now. a nice reward if you were stockpiling brandon cooks and brevin jordan no i think yeah. the fact that even as like it's a 21 year old rookie tight end the expectation should be nothing the fact that he flashed a couple of times, and I think basically every other tight end on the Texans roster is a free agent. I, I like his chances of maybe being the third option in the passing game between behind Cooks and Collins. They've always used their tight ends heavily and in the Rex red Burkhead, zone. Rex Burkhead, of course. Um, well, <laughs> I, I, I don't think we should forget about Rex Burkhead, of course. I think their but, whole backfield no, is a free agent. And Brevin Jordan's almost a free. Oh, Rex, Rex Burkhead? No, I think he signed he an just, extension. Yeah, he signed, he signed, signed an extension. They gave him an extension before yeah. the year was over. They wanted to commit to Rex Burkhead as they, their running back of the future. They saw him on the field and they're like, you know what? That guy we gave up DeAndre Hopkins for, we're done with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, oh, yes. Rex Burkhead will be a Houston Texan. And, and so will Brevin Jordan. Yeah, I love that call. Brevin Jordan was my number two tight end in this class. Uh, love his tape at Miami. And yeah, he did flash. And I was feeling it because I invested in him very lowly across a lot of leagues. Right. And I think that's like almost a rule is if there's a tight end that gets drafted in the first three or four rounds and we kind of like him going into his rookie year and he doesn't do anything, go buy him. That's AKA Dawson Knox. Right. Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't yeah. expect him to do anything. He's a no. rookie tight end. No, you really shouldn't. All right, so tight ends. You know, I'll go next because I got a couple. You're the tight end guy. I'm the tight end guy. So you love mentioned ends. Cole Komet. Now, the beauty thing about Cole Komet, the Chicago staff loves this kid. He's They nicknamed him the natural. He's been behind Jimmy Graham the last two years. Now, by been behind, Jimmy Graham's sniping all the touchdowns. Cole Komet had 60 receptions last year, a sneaky 60 catches with a bagel at touchdown. Zero touchdowns for Cole Komet. There is going to be positive regression. And I will not be surprised if we are talking about Cole Komet as a top 10 tight end next year. Because remember, to be a top 10 tight end, More. You, need, you need three receptions, 30 yards, and a touchdown, and you're a top 10 tight end that week. Uh, so I think Cole Komet can easily get to 75 receptions and maybe five or six touchdowns and get in that top six to eight uh, at tight end um, because he's got the talent. Him and Fields have a – it looks like a good rapport. Fields looks for him as Fields matures and tries to get through his reads a little bit better. Um, and he's currently tight end 16 with 150 overall ADP and Superflex. Give me all the Cole Clement into my veins. I I want to know the story about why Matt Nagy would not let anyone throw the ball to Cole Clement in the red Cause, zone. Cause like Nagy Cole sucks. Clement would catch three or four passes, 40 or 50 yards. Jimmy Graham's not even playing. And they get to the 10-yard line. Jimmy box him out. We jump. are only allowed to throw the ball to Jimmy Graham trying to box someone out. Oh, don't forget about Jesper Horstead. He had a couple. It reminded me of the football movie, and I can't remember what movie it was, where they always had was it, was it John Voigt was the coach? Oh, they God. had the running back who would take them down the field. 
and they, they wouldn't let him score the and touchdown. They, yeah, they didn't let him score a touchdown. Yes. I think that was varsity. Was it varsity, varsity blues? blues? That was. Yeah. yeah. Was it, I yeah. don't want your. They life. didn't let Wendell in the end zone. And then he's yeah. like, "We'll get you in the end zone. <laughs> we'll get you in there." <laughs> um, yeah. whip, it, it's whip funny because all I'm thinking backs. is so due to COVID that they let seniors shop at certain times they have only a senior section <laughs> so in my opinion i think Nagy, out of respect yes. is like hey if we're in the 10 yard line it's senior time mm. so they put in jimmy G, jimmy g and was like hey we're just go out there and we'll do jump balls they had to call they had to call a 30 second timeout just to let him Box get out there out. <laughs> you know he used to play basketball. To, I don't know if you knew. Yeah, he had, take his walker out onto the field. Yeah, he had to get know? his walker, fresh tennis balls on him, so they he can move a little faster. But yeah, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna I move on to my, my my second tight end, and it is an OG Doug special. Been on the guy since day one, and no, it's not oh, Dawson geez. Knox. He popped this year. It's David and Joku, guys. I, I know I'm here again with David oh, and Joku. Twenty five years old. He's gonna be a free agent. He is tight end 25. He is 208 ADP in Superflex. Uh, he's a freak athlete. We all know this, but he's a free agent. What if David Njoku, like he said, what if he lands on the Chargers? What if he lands on the Packers, who Robert Tanyan is a free agent? What if he lands on Arizona? Like Zach Ertz is making a lot of money. He was productive. What There's if a he lot lands of... in Carolina? <laughs> well, they don't use the tight end there. All right, lands in New Thomas. York. Uh, it, there is a lot of spots that David Njoku can land, and I love what I've seen on the field from Njoku. He's had big games, over 100 yards, multiple touchdowns, but he's never been the guy because they spent $10 million on Austin Hooper and they like Harrison Bryant. So if David Njoku can get in the spotlight, he could definitely pay off on the tight end 25 price easily. 25 years old. He's in it, going into his fifth season. David Njoku, guys. Throw in, go get them. Throw in, go get them. I I don't, but I don't think it, that's another one of those names that if at this point in David Njoku's career, someone has the him on their roster, mm -hmm. they're a truther. Like if you're rostering <laughs> him, Doug. you're, you're calling yeah, it's Doug. You're not getting him. You're not <laughs> getting your rosters. If they're rostering Doug. him through the off season and through rookie drafts. And they're cutting other players, and they're saying, "No, I got to hold on to him." Oh, it's like then, me and Joku, Knox, Foster Moreau. He's not a vibe for Doug because Brevin Doug Jordan, has him in players. every so, single so league. He's, he's in. You, you bring that up in a league at the beginning of the year. <laughs> he needed wide receiver help. I had Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was a hot name then. Yeah, I I got tons of offers. I couldn't even get Njoku straight <laughs> up for Antonio that's, that's Brown. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> he, he is, I don't think he, and it, and it might be the same thing with OJ Howard too. Like if somebody's got them on their roster right now, that person probably like my podcast host thinks that OJ Howard is the most talented tight end in the NFL and just <sighs> needs to get out of this. If, if ever David Njoku could get away from Harrison Bryant so he could have some more playing time. That is, that sentence alone should give you help, Doug. Maybe Njoku goes to the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Takes so, all those Dalton Schultz targets. Screw Blake Jarwin. He's he's washed. So yeah. uh, uh, for me, it's got an Eric Ebrani feel to e it. Ebrani. Like, like Ebrani Njoku, and Ivory. Like Njoku has that type of feel where if you had Ebron because you drafted him in the top five mm -hmm. that year, you're just sitting there like, come on, this is it. He you're, paid off with the one big year for the Colts at least. It's the, stick, it's the stick meme. Do something. Do, do something. <laughs> do something. <laughs> I have way too many tight ends that I could use that meme for.
Tyler, let's go to you. What do you All got? right. I've got a couple tight ends uh, up here in Minnesota. Irv Smith Jr. Man, kid's only 23 years old. They have Conklin. He had a really good year, solid year for a tight end. He's a free agent. And you know who doesn't have cap? Minnesota. <laughs> they have they not a do. lot. You know what they're going to do? They're going to probably draft a tight end in the fourth round. They're going to give Irv all those targets. Hey, we all wanted the hype to happen. Irv had a meniscus injury, which I'm not worried about coming into this year. No. He's going to get those targets. And me personally, at 144 ADP, Irv Smith is very acquirable. And if you can get him for a second, especially in tight end premium, I think that's the price. And that's where you should go. Because if he hits, he's in that Cole Komet range because they are the same age. So for me personally, if Irv Smith hits, he is going to triple in value just from. Yeah. And my next one, Dallas Goddard. And it's more of a buy high. In my opinion, Dallas Goddard's a top five tight end in the league, and you can get him for under top five price. So in my opinion, Dallas Goddard, he's just he's kind of overlooked. I mean, Hawkinson, he's the he's the nice piece. In my opinion, I'd rather have Goddard than Hawkinson. The people and that rank Fant above Goddard still is insane. Uh he's at 86 ADP in Superflex leagues. And if I were to to go out and acquire somebody if it, if it's a super flex leagues give me goddard for 108 and i'd be i'd be happy like in in a tight end premium where you get that extra 0.5 per catch goddard is going to be the target here and and hertz showed that hey goddard's kind of the main cog i know we all like devonta smith i think he could be a buy but the the hype is still there with smith so I'm going to I'm going to kind of turn over to Goddard for the for the Philadelphia Eagles. I like that. James, wrap us up at the tight end position. All right. I got a freebie for you guys, because Ooh. number one, he's a free agent. Number two, he is still coming off an injury. He got a torn ACL week five this year, but has since been resting up on social media, um, paying <laughs> attention to things. You know, um, it's Max Williams and he is. Two X's. One, one, two X's in max. <laughs> um, 100% probably the, the easiest acquisition that you can get in the offseason right now. And the only reason why they brought in Zach Ertz was because Max Williams got hurt. Now we think about it. He caught 16 of 17 targets in the first five games. And then Ertz was getting anywhere between six and seven targets per game down the stretch. If Max Williams got that, he'd be easily in the top 12 tight end conversation and he can catch the ball. I, I think that he is an easy buy for an NFL team being that he was injured. He's going to be 27 years old. He's still in his prime. And we always see tight ends step up out of nowhere. You know, we saw Logan Thomas come up out of nowhere. I, I think he lands with someone and makes an impact and you can get him for seriously an off-season waiver fab bid of a dollar right now or a, mm -hmm. an easy or throw into any yeah easy throw into any trade that you're making happen in a tight end premium league that's what you want because once the season hits and he knows where he's playing he's going to get the targets and his his value is going to go up so i think he's a off-season buy now that you can flip mid-season so here's an forward. outlook i would like uh max william played for minnesota the gophers what if he's the backup to Irv? That to me, that's I would dangerous like, for Irv. I would like that a lot. Well, no, but I would like that a lot because 
me personally, with the injury history Max had, uh, I think this is his second ACL in his pro career. For me, I think he's a perfect number two tight end in a pass-happy offense. And with the Rams, we all saw what they did with a couple tight ends. Higby, they had the... Who's the guy that came in the Super Bowl? The the guy from, I oh, say, Missouri? Kendall Blanton? Not Blanton. Bryson Hopkins. Bryson Hopkins. Bryson Hopkins. Bryson Hopkins, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, My they, boy they Johnny have... Munt is still there, too. <laughs> Your boy. Like, you've <laughs> talked Munt. about him. <laughs> uh, like, I... <laughs> I'm not even going to go Johnny uh, Munt season for, for me. Uh, I would like that. I do think that's where he's going to kind of place is a tight end two on a team. And Hey, you know, injuries can happen at tight end, but uh, like you said, you can get, a, you, you might be a free agent in your dynasty league. So, yeah, I mean, he might get picked up picked back up by Arizona. If not, you know, Seattle is a very close second for me. Gerald Everett, a free agent, and they like the older tight ends and they like to utilize the older tight ends. So I, I think as a pass catching option, Max Williams is an easy, easy buy for me. I dig it. Scraping for easy freebies. That's what scraping is all man. about, man. Tight, hey, gems, tight end is, is the easiest position to find a gem, polish it up, and sell it as a diamond. I've done it That's with right. Darren Waller and Logan Thomas, and yeah, so trust me. Lo- yeah, kind of. David uh, so- Joku. <laughs> it's a thing. All right, so that is going to wrap Sorry, us up Heath. Sorry. this week, but Heath. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give you the stage. Uh, tell us what you got going on, where to find you, all the good stuff that we need to know uh, here on Dynasty Happy Hour. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Heath Cummings SR. You can find me in the podcast world at Fantasy Football Today, anywhere that you find podcasts. And I am this week updating Dynasty rankings for every position Dynasty Top 150, Dynasty Trade Chart. We have mock drafts, both Superflex and one quarterback. Just go to cbsports.com. Go to the fantasy football page, click on the link in the top right-hand corner dynasty landing page. You'll find everything I do. Well, hopefully we've influenced you on some of those rankings. Probably oh, you completely <laughs> changed my mind. I can't wait to move up David Njoku to tight end 24 so I can buy him <laughs> as tight you know, end 25. If I yes. check the page and I see yes. tight end 24, there might be a, a like a slow tear that comes out of the corner of my eye. I'm going to look at Davis happy. Mills is going to be oh, quarterback man. 30 while Watson's like with like, quarterback a, with like two. a fire flame next to Davis Mills's name. I love it. Well, that is yeah. going to wrap us up. For, at for least me. you move the meter one way or the other. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. So shout out again to our sponsors, fantasy points. Make sure to check out fantasypoints.com as well as trophy smack. Use code DHH ring for that $60 free ring. When you order a belt or a trophy for myself, I'm Doug for James, for Tyler and for our guest Heath. This has been the dynasty happy hour and we will see you next week.